guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another wonderful ESL podcast. Man, I'm your host as always. And today, oh boy, I was thinking about uploading this in December for you guys. But I said, man, this was just too good. This was just such a high quality webinar that I just wanted to get out as soon as possible. Now, although I did it in probably the second weekend of August, I wanted to push it back a little bit because I knew people would be purchasing it because of the quality uh, behind this webinar. But we got um, we got people from Tajikistan, Peru, Venezuela, um, Indonesia, and Brazil. Um, we're doing a rundown. It's a huge rundown of one entire passage, but me also installing and implementing a lot of techniques that could help you in building this up. So again, if you guys want this, uh, the blog, the webinar, everything, it's going to be available on my blog coming up the same day that you guys actually see this, which is going to be on the 25th of September. All right. So if you guys are interested, just make sure that you put the name, um, what is it, the, the, the TOEFL reading webinar on my blog. It's going to be very easy. Uh, you'll be able to link it together, and you'll find that entire reading on there, okay? As well as, well, I'm not exactly sure about the document, but the document will be on my Podia website. So nonetheless, guys, man, that was such a fi This was such a fiery webinar. Just wanted to put it out there because there was just so much behind it. And there are going to be so many other webinars that are going to be coming out, especially during the month of December because that is the month of giving. So in saying that, people, man, I hope you enjoyed this. Sit back. Get your notes. I'm telling you, you must have a notepad. Hear how I break things down. And this is going to be one hour of power. So sit back. Stay tuned. Get your pen out. Get your paper out. And let's get it on. Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful webinar, man. Here we are today. Just got to make sure that I'm actually ready to go. I'm not exactly sure what's on here. Okay. All right. So I switched up the audio. Everything's good now. So here we go. Let's get this started. So guys, this is a TOEFL webinar. I already got the wonderful Reta tuning in. So I just want to say, Big shout out to obviously you, Miss Retta. And again, I know that you obviously are not. Oh, I don't know what's going on right now with my audio. I don't know what's happening right now. So I hope I'm not sure I understand. Is good. I need to turn off Siri, as a matter of fact, because I feel like something is a little wrong with my audio for some reason. So let's just hope and pray that this is all good or this is going to be a disaster. Let's just put it that way. So here we go. Andrea is in. Retta, thank you so much, obviously, for joining. I know you can't speak, so it's all good. Uh, I, I'm just hoping that Siri doesn't fuck up again. This is going to be terrible. Oh, my goodness. So anyways, now I have Miss Andrea in. Andrea, can you hear me? Yes. Awesome. Andrea, Andrea, oh, my God. Good very early morning. Obviously, we just got off our little coaching call, so it's good to see you. <laughs> Um, again, Andrea, if you're wondering who that is, that's Retta. She's actually on a vacation in the beautiful Hawaii right now. So she's a little bit, you know, it's 1 a.m. out there. So she can't really make any noise. So it's all good, Retta. You just hang tight and you're good over there. But man, we got a good one today. You know, what's really funny. Right before you came on, Andrea, I was a little bit scared of my uh, MacBook because for some reason, sometimes Siri connects 
to my MacBook. And I'm like, no, I didn't say Siri. I didn't say anything. What the hell's going on here? So uh, luckily she hasn't popped back up whatsoever. And uh, here we are. Let's get into this good old good stuff. So, ah, oh my God. All right, man. It's early on your or in your side or on your side, in your side of the world, on your side. Yeah. On your side of the world. There we go. Claudia, can you hear me? Yes, good morning or good night. Uh, good morning, you wonderful individual. How are you? Uh, you're a bit stressed, but I'm confident. Oh, boy. You're, you're confident. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to talk about that because, again, you have a tendency of getting a little stressed out and everything. So we're going to be talking about that. So here we go. This is a new individual that this is the first time I'm meeting him. Saman, can you hear me? I don't know if you can hear me, but let's just hope that he can. Um, okay, Saman, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, sure. I do. Awesome. Saman, man, it's nice to meet you. How are you? Pretty good. It's nice to meet you as well as Senio. I think I'm a bit late for this webinar. It's fine. We haven't even started. I normally wait for everyone to join and then I end up getting started. So it's all good. It's all good, Saman. Right then. Okay. So yeah, yeah, no problem. So guys, again, Saman, this is the first time you're on. You're the first person I've ever spoken to as of today from Tajikistan. So I am very, very excited about that. So we got, we got Venezuela, we got Indonesia, we got Brazil, and we got Tajikistan in here right now in Peru should be coming up very, very soon. But nonetheless, guys, today is all about you. It's about the reading. Retta, you're the first one that asked me, obviously, you know, tips and tricks for overcoming the reading. Samal, we had our nice little discussion in regards to, you know, how we're able to make the right decision and some of the questions that we, you know, <laughs> falter it on and we spent too much time on this and just questions in general. So it's going to be a really back and forth approach here. Okay. Um, Andrea, you know, you were talking about sometimes you float between the 22, 23, maybe 24 sometimes. And Claudia, mm -hmm. you know, my expectations for you, obviously a little bit high, but do not worry about my expectations and do not set expectations for yourself. I just want you to begin with the end in mind and that all that practice leading up is going to help you. So in terms of that, guys, what we have on the schedule for today, timberline of vegetation on mountains, okay? I believe that I've sent everybody this. If you haven't gotten this, it's all good because I'm gonna have everything on screen right here for you guys to, you know, go over. If you guys did, you guys probably don't see the final, uh, what is it, the final piece of this in regards to what I've highlighted and it's all good, but, um. I'll send it to you after if you would like it, okay? So, in terms of that, this webinar is going to consist of 10 reading questions. Starting off with vo some vocabulary questions, some inference questions. We're going to go back and forth. I'm going to be asking you some questions, and we're going to get your answers, everyone's answers, and we're going to break it down. If, uh, you know, some of you, let's say on question number four, some of you may get A, some of you may get C, and some of you may get it correct, some of you may get it incorrect. I would like to hear, obviously, from Claudia's perspective, I believe that you possibly may have gotten a perfect score. If I'm not mistaken, don't get mad at me if you end up getting one wrong, okay? Just saying, all right? Um, but nonetheless, we're going to see how everything's going. So, Saman, 
before I begin real quick, what are some of the difficulties in regards to reading that you have? Um, I personally think that I'm lacking some vocabulary. Like I have some vocabulary issues because uh, the last time I've been uh, learning academic words was like five years ago. And I, I think I forget them all. I see. Okay. All right. So the vocabulary, and that's good because we're kicking it off with vocabulary. And hopefully after showing you this, you're going to be able to help yourself out if in the event you do come across vocabulary. Now, obviously with um, Claudia, you may have seen this on my membership in regards to some of the reading sections that I have. And it's all about breaking down the vocabulary, the word, the sentence, the two sentences, and seeing, okay, is it positive, negative? Okay, what's being said here? Can we pick out any of the vocabulary within the sentence that may, might make us understand the sentence a little bit more? This is what we're gonna be talking about. So, number one, dramatic, it's an adjective, okay? If we look at A, B, C, and D, all of them are adjectives. So this isn't gonna help. However, this is one of the techniques that I said on the membership. Seeing, okay, is it an adjective? Yes, A, A-L ending, adjective. C, I-B-L-E, visible, that's also an adjective. And of course, Striking, I-N-G, that is also an uh, I-N-G adjective, right? Complex is just one of those irregular ones, right? But nonetheless, that's not gonna help us. So we're gonna have to go to the next one, okay? So what we have here, let's look at the sentence. The transition from forest to treeless tundra, okay? on a mountain slope is often a dramatic one. Okay, now you guys see obviously forests and tundra. I highlighted that and I'm gonna show you a little bit in regards to what is being said here. Now remember, within a vertical distance of just a few, I'm sorry, just a few tens of meters, trees disappear as a life form and are replaced by low shrubs, herbs, and grasses, okay? Now, the vocabulary term we're trying to get, you know, over, you know, dissect here is dramatic. Okay. Now we're talking from forest to tundra, just a few tens of meters. Okay. So if then that just is everything, because just is showing an immediate change. Okay. Uh, like uh, I've just gone to the store we're showing that it's a very recent event. So just is showing that in just this amount, there's a huge difference, right? So again, gradual is kind of like, it's a gradual one. We're trying to look for something that's steep, something that's very quick, dramatic, right? And if we look at from forest to tundra, those are complete opposites. So if we look at gradual, it's more of this. This is not dramatic. Dramatic is more like this, right? Now we could look at that because it says within a vertical distance of just showing that in a small amount of time, it goes from here to there very quickly. It goes from forest to tundra very quickly, right? Now we can't use the positive and negative connotation for this either because gradual, positive, complex, Okay, something that's hard to understand. 
continues going. Visible is here. We can eliminate visible. Why? Because it says here, disappear. Okay? Now, there's no relations in regards to it being visible and disappearing. So we can hurry up and take that out because, again, it doesn't fit the description. So I would like to know all of your answers. Claudia, what did you put for this answer? Complex. Oh, you put complex. Okay. Mm -hmm. Andrea, what did you put? Me too. Complex. You put complex. Okay. Mr. Sabah, what did you put? I'll go for striking. Mm, okay, and Retta, I can't ask you. It's all good. Elena, where, oh, where's my wonderful Elena? I have to hurry up. There she is. Okay, Elena, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I okay, put fantastic. Oh my God, my three Latinas. You've all put complex. And I got my Tajikistan, uh, I, I, I don't know the nationality. I'm sorry, Saman. But again, I got my brother over here, Saman, that said striking. Now, Saman, can you tell me why you put striking? Um, I think that dramatic, dramatic one is here is like more about something that is, uh, how to say, fast growing maybe like, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but complex is more about like, um, like complicating or what? I'm sorry, say that again, Saman? More than complicated, right? Yeah. Okay, right, right, right. I just gotta hurry up. Okay, I think I can hear you guys, but you guys probably, sorry, for some reason Siri can pop up. So let me just hurry up and just look at my preferences real quick. Okay, can, can, every, can everyone hear me? Saman, you can hear me, right? Yeah, sure. Yes. Okay, awesome. Okay, sorry about that. Oh my God, Siri is popping up all of a sudden. Annoying. Okay, so complex means complicated to understand something that's complex means that it, it like simple and complex now a lot of you you know some of you in here you guys have already gone through my training and whatnot remember i told you guys about simple sentences they're simple right that means it goes straight to the point complex is something that's a little bit difficult to understand or not difficult but more than what a simple sentence is this doesn't have relation to it being dramatic so Saman is the one that got it correct because it shows that it, it sh dramatic and striking has the same meaning in just this sentence stating from, okay, the transition from forest to tundra. Now, some of you do not know what tundra means, but some of you do understand what treeless means. That means no trees. So you could only imagine going from something that's forest to treeless, which can ultimately associate itself with something being like a desert, right? So that is a dramatic change, right? Meaning it's striking, meaning it's very quick. And that's why I highlight just in few tens of meters, it goes from this to this. So that's why striking is the best one. Gradual is this complex. It's a completely different meaning from what the sentence is asking. Invisible is right here. Okay, some of you may not know what visible is, but the polar opposite of that would be disappear. And you're like, okay, well, this doesn't have any, this doesn't pertain to dramatic whatsoever. So, huh, unfortunately, for the majority of my women out there, it's all good. 
Um, you guys, uh, obviously, you probably weren't able to get this one. Um, but what I'm trying to make you guys understand is, first, look at the part of speech. Unfortunately, all of these are adjectives. That's part one. Part two, we have positive and negative. All of these are pretty much positive. Like gradual, okay, we're talking about a chart. Striking, we're talking about something that's dramatic, something that's quick, something that shows a huge difference. Complex is in regards to meaning and like the complexity of understanding. And visible is just totally, yeah, it's about the eyes and seeing something. So dissecting the sentence such as what I have and make it, trying to make sense of what it is could also help you. So I hope those three tips have worked. If not, I will be sending you ladies those that specific segment in regards to my membership on how to break down these vocabulary terms, okay? So huh, let's go into the next one, okay? Now, here we go. Number two, where is the lower timberline mentioned in paragraph one? In paragraph one, likely to be found a in an area that has little water b in an area that has little sunlight c above a transition area or d on a mountain that has an i don't know why it says on an upper timberline now what i did here i quickly and what you ladies and gentlemen must quickly do is find out where the first mention of what of lower timberline is once you find that, we're going to look at that sentence because it's after the adverbial phrase, which says in many semi-arid areas, we're just going to focus primarily on that sentence. So within that sentence, we should be able to understand. Now, check this out. How to break this question down? Well, you know, it says, again, where is it likely to be found? Now, where the forest passes into step, step, I don't know what the step or desert, whatever that means, as its lower edge, comma, usually because of a lack of moisture. So where is it, where would it be found? The key phrase here, now I'm looking at it, I'd say, okay, relative pronoun, where? Forest passes into step, desert, okay, there's nothing there, lowers its edge, because now after because i'm like ooh, i know exactly what i'm looking for a lack of moisture so in number two in a b c and d which one best fits a lack of moisture andrea what is your answer hey. yeah i heard everyone say hey fantastic i heard you claudia claudia was like hey good job good job i love it i love it <laughs> Um, did anyone choose, did, did anyone choose B, C, or D? Saman, what did you put? I also go for A. Excellent. Okay, Elena, what did you put? A. Okay, awesome. All right. So, what's the technique for this question? I hurry up and I find this very quickly. Lower timberline. It already shows us the paragraph. You go right there and I don't care about any of this. I'm looking for the first mention of lower timberline and then I'm looking for the association of it. Now, all I see, it says it passes into step or desert, lowers its edge, but then I saw lack of moisture. D, it says on a mountain that has an upper timberline. It doesn't say that in that sentence. No, above a transition area, to be honest with you, it doesn't say transition area in that sentence, so no. In an area that has little sunlight, 
It doesn't talk about sunlight in that sentence. No, in an area that has little water, lack of moisture. Those are both synonymous. Answer, boom, that's how you guys do it, okay? So that's your technique. When you're looking for specific information, find the first mention, look at the sentence, and see the correlation. It's not gonna be the entire paragraph, because if you look at the entire paragraph or the sentence before that, it says, this rapid zone of transition is called the upper timberline or tree line. Oh shit, if you read that, you're pretty much gonna be fucked, okay? Excuse my language for anyone out there who doesn't like it, but you guys will probably say, oh yes, upper timberline, oh yes, transit, mm -mm. where the mention of the phrase is in that sentence. That's what we're gonna do. Moving on to number three. All right, ladies and gents. <laughs> no gents, gent. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, a fun fact. I, I didn't know what moisture is, but I remember I saw this on the Aussie shampoo. <laughs> Do you know the, the Aussie shampoo, the purple one? Oh. They have kind of moisture. So I, I think like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my that. God. Really? Yes. You're li have, like, again. <laughs> right. So you know, <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, Saban say that, you know, with vocabulary, it's a little problem, moisture and what is it? I'm like sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So you got moisture and water. You might not know what moisture is, but you got lucky. You got lucky based on things that you've seen. How amazing is that? Right? Yes. <laughs> However, lack and little. It's the same. Lack and yeah. Now, if you yeah. don't know what lack is, we're gonna have a problem. Okay, we might have oh, a no, little bit of a problem. I didn't know what is what is moisture, moisture, but now I know. Moisture. It's like now man. you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it because it says little and little in A and B. So there's no, uh, you know, with lack. If you're like, huh. Well, I see lack moisture, but I don't know what moisture means, but I see little, little in A and B, but C doesn't have that and D doesn't have that. So because A and B are very similar, I know that one of these are the answers. So for people who may, you know, fumble over that and say, okay, well, you got a 50-50 chance, you know, <laughs> but Claudia, luckily you got very lucky and knowing something from the past. And so, yeah, that's, that's good. That's good stuff. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Oh my God, I'm dying. Number three, which of the following can be inferred from paragraph one about both upper and lower timber lines? Okay. About both the upper and the lower timber lines. Now, got to break this down. A, both are treeless zones. B, both mark forest boundaries. C, both are surrounded by desert areas. D, both suffer from lack of moisture. All right, let's run over this paragraph. I'm gonna read it in a way that I'm looking for content words. Transition, forest, treeless, tundra, mountain slope, dramatic one, yes, we already read about that. Trees disappear, life form replace, low shrubs, herbs, grasses. Okay, well now guess what? It doesn't say anything about deserts, okay? However, it says there is a lower, what is it in the last sentence that I just read over before this, where the forest passes into steppe or desert, okay? However, 
both now it says here both are surrounded by desert areas the upper timber line is not surrounded the lower timber line might run through it so desert area c get the hell out of here now both suffer from a lack of moisture no only the lower timber line suffers from a lack of moisture d get the hell out of here so we have a and b i hope to jesus i'm not religious but i'm just saying i hope to whoever it is out there that can help us that no one pick c or d let's keep it going both are treeless zones is that true or both mark forest boundaries elena what is your answer a a saman i'll go for b because it says it goes from forest to treeless tundra so the treeless might be incorrect that's right. That is an excellent explanation. I'll stay there. Andrea. A. A. Okay. Claudia. A. A. Ooh. Okay. So here we go. Obviously, Retta, you haven't uh, typed your answer. It's all good. Guys, the answer is Simone with the B. B it is. Okay. Congratulations. Now, Oh, man, I know some of you are like, ah, mira, puñeta. I know, I, my Spanish speakers out there, I love y'all. Okay, now, the transition from forest to treeless tundra, okay? That means some parts, okay, some parts of the upper, and I hope you guys can hear me, my audio is kind of messing up again. Um, what is it? The upper part, it goes from treeless, uh, it, it goes uh, from forest to treeless, Right? So that doesn't mean that the entire part of it is treeless. That means at least some of it has trees, right? Now, if you look at the lower timber line, it says where the forest passes into step. Again, the lower timber line showing that, indicating that it is to a forest. It passes into step or desert, but it still is a forest. So when I look here and it says lower timber line, where the forest, ah, and then I look from transition from forest. So some of the upper timber line, forest, not all of it. Some of it's a tundra, meaning a big ice, big block of shit, okay? And then the lower timber line, forest. Yes, it passes through different areas that may have shrubs and maybe a little desert and steppe, whatever the hell that means, but it still remains a forest. That's why both mark forest boundaries. Why? Well, it says here, this rapid zone of transition is called the upper timber line, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to hurry up and bring up the chat. Very good, Retta. Your answer for number three is B. Fantastic. Good job. So does anyone have questions? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you guys understand. Okay, good. Okay, that means I'm doing my job. If you guys got questions, I'm not doing my job. All right, so here we go. Ooh. Saman, this is going to be a good one for you. Number four, the word attain. All right, we're just going to look at the sentence before and after. All right, now remember the vocabulary that I did at number one. I'm going to read this out for you. Now, does attain mean A, require, B, resist, C, achieve, D, endure? This is particularly true for trees in the middle and upper latitudes, which tend to attain greater heights on ridges 
whereas in the tropics, the trees reach their greater heights in the valleys. Okay. Now, basically, in one area, middle and upper latitudes, they attain their greater heights on ridges. In the tropics, they again attain those greater heights in the valleys. So what this means is it's kind of like it gets, it gets. Now, what we have here, let's break down the vocabulary. Let's break it down, okay? Because we could eliminate two bad answers right now. We have a prefix require and we have be resist. Do those sentences show anything with a RE? Meaning resist means to like, to hold back, to not do. It's the opposite. Like, oh, he's resisting arrest, meaning he's trying not to get arrested. So that means re and re are, it shows the opposite. Do, do these sentences show an opposite in any shape or form? Yes or no? No. 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 That means A and B, get out. That's how you break it down. This is vocabulary. I'm looking at prefixes. I'm looking at suffixes. I'm looking at nouns, verbs, and adjectives. All right. So I'm going to hurry up and pull this out. Retta, of course, her being a wonderful accountant, she got it correct. I don't know if you guys saw it on the screen, but the answer here would be C. Oh, D. Who said D? Claudia, did you say D? C. C. Oh, my God. Thank you, Claudia. Claudia. Oh, my God. I was going to cry. Andrea, what did you get? C. Okay. Okay. Elena? C. Oh, okay. Saban? Um, this word attain and achieve is like uh, synonyms, but, I, but I'm pretty hesitating about this one because it might also be endure because it says they are, it might be like enduring greater hates or ridges as well. Like, I don't know. I'm hesitating between these two now. Because so what C was is okay. more like synonym and D is more like logical one, I guess. Mmm. So what and Claudia, what made you choose C? Um because, because he's having a little bit of a problem. What made you choose that C? Uh because a ten for me is like a synonym or a key. <clears throat> That's it. That's the answer. It's a cinnamon. Okay, so Saban, synonyms over logic. <laughs> okay, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. You're like, but Arsenio, you know, logic. I know, I know we could go on and on about logic. But that's what I wanted to hear from someone else, like the synonym, right? And so that was very good that you picked that up, Saman. But when you're, when you're between a rock and a hard place, which means... You're between two worlds. You don't know which one to choose. You go with the synonym. That's what we're looking for in the vocabulary question, okay? We're looking for the synonym. All right, so good. All right, man, ladies and gent, we are rocking and rolling right now. Okay, so here we go. And Retta, good job with the C, by the way. All right, number five. According to paragraph three, which of the following is true of trees? in the middle and upper latitudes. What I hurry up and did, okay? I hurry up and grabbed the middle and upper latitude very quickly in the passage. I don't care about anything else. Elena, this is gonna help you. 
There's no need to, okay, let me read. At the upper, hell no, we don't care about reading. We care about answers. So let me read out this sentence. And with this sentence and me reading it out, you can ultimately choose the answer. Quote, this is because middle and upper latitude timberlines are strongly influenced by the duration and depth of the snow cover. They're influenced by duration and depth of snow cover. Answers, A, tree growth is negatively affected by the snow cover in valleys. B, tree growth in greater, uh, I'm sorry, tree growth is greater in valleys than on ridges. C, tree growth on ridges is not affected by high velocity winds. It doesn't say anything about that, right? And C, D, tree growth lasts longer in those latitudes than it does in the tropics. It doesn't say anything about that either. So what we have is A and B. Andrea, let's hear it. What's your answer? A. Claudia. B. Oh, Saban. I go for B. Ooh, Elena. B. Oh! You guys broke my heart. Andrea, correcto mundo. I don't even know if I said it right, but you are correct. Let's break this down, ladies and gent. Influenced by duration of depth and snow and I'm sorry, depth. I hate that damn word. Depth of the snow cover. Now, what is true about it? You guys said B, tree growth is greater in valleys than on ridges. I'm going to hurry up and see if I can find that somewhere. I, uh, I thought the, the snow cover like protects them. That's why I didn't choose a negatively effect. Um, because, and maybe even strongly influence, strongly influence sometimes if you're unsure if that means positive or negative, you could be like, huh? I'm not exactly sure, you know? But I hurry up and I found the valleys. I'm sorry, not valleys. I found... Um, uh, what is it? Valley, what is it? Tree growth is greater in valleys than on ridges. I found the sentence before that, and it says here, in the tropics, the trees reach their, great, their greater heights in the valleys. Tree growth is greater in valleys than on ridges. Okay, only in the tropics, okay? In the tropics, not tree growth in general. Now, tree growth is negatively affected, by the snow cover in valleys. This is because, and remember, the key word here, middle and upper latitudes. And that's why I cannot stress enough why I want you guys to hurry up and search for that and look exactly in that sentence. So what do you, the ladies and gent, what do you guys, what made you guys choose B? Now, Claudia already told me yours. Andrea, how about you? Yo, you chose A, Andrea. You know what, as a matter of fact, Andrea, why did you choose A? Is it talking about the snow covers in valleys, and then it's talking about snow cover on the middle upper latitudes. Like the phrase doesn't yeah. say anything about valleys. And that's it. That's exactly what I picked up. That's it. And we're gonna see this in number six coming up real soon. You guys, <laughs> this is gonna be a good one. But um, yeah, yeah. So okay, Saman, why is it you chose B? The sentence before it made me choose B. I see. Okay. Elena? Mm. 
I took this answer because when I read um, because middle and upper latitude time, I, I think this is a positive uh, uh, way, and the answer is is different uh, for me. I see, there it is. Like I'm sorry, Claudia. The next question, they say, uh, as the snow is deeper and lasts longer in the valleys, trees tend to attain greater height on their ridges. That's why. Ah, okay. Okay, lasts longer in the valley. See, that's it right there. So I think from now on, because we've already done two of these questions, we could get thrown off. You guys possibly may have chosen this, and Claudia, you stayed in that it shows that you were influenced by the sentence that came after middle and upper latitudes instead of looking directly into that sentence. Although you possibly may have looked into that sentence and said, okay, but at the same time, you looked here and you're like, ooh, and it influenced your decision just slightly because of what was said. Trees tend to attain greater heights on the ridges. And it says here, tree growth is greater in valleys and on ridges. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Trees tend to attain greater heights on the ridges. Tree growth is greater in valleys than on ridges. Damn it, I'm so confused by those two. Anyways, I'm not even going to try to overanalyze. But it just seemed like B is incorrect because I thought it achieved their greater heights in valley. Okay, I'm not even going to... Oh, goodness. I'm not even going to go on and on and on about this. But yeah, again, I'm looking at the census before and after. Census before, which tend to attain greater heights on ridges. The census after. Trees tend to attain greater heights on the ridges again. And again, yeah, it's just reiterating the whole B, but it doesn't relate to middle and upper latitudes, unfortunately. Ah. <sighs> There it is, ladies and gents. It's all right. It's all right. We're, we're, we're figuring it out. Okay, so what can be taken from that question? Okay, well, we answered one previously. Look at that sentence. This one, look exactly at that sentence. Don't overanalyze, because I know maybe a couple of you have. And going forward with the readings that you'll be getting and practicing, obviously, over the next days, weeks, months, okay? you'll be able to dissect and say, okay, Arsenio told me to look at this specific term in this sentence. Does it relate to any of the answers? And to be honest with you, in the last two we did that pertain to that, you know, this specific uh, question structure, it did. All right, so ah, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. So here we go. Oh, this one is crazy, huh? Okay, so it says here, which of the sentences below best express the essential information in the highlighted sentence in the passage, okay? So what's the highlighted sentence in the passage? Only the highlighted sentence. Okay, let's take down these notes. Wind velocity also increases with altitude and it may cause serious stress for trees as is made evident by the deformed shapes at high altitudes. So, as wind velocity increases at altitude, it creates stress, obviously because the deformed shapes at high altitudes. Now, which of these answers best show, okay, what 
this sentence is, but in a completely paraphrased way. A, because of their deformed shapes at high altitudes, trees are not likely to be seriously harmed by strong winds. Ah, wrong. That information is not correct, okay? Let's keep it going. Don't worry, I'll explain. B, as altitude increases, the velocity of winds increase, okay? That's true, leading to a serious decrease and the number of trees found at high altitudes, it says nothing about insufficient trees found at high altitudes. No, B, get out of here. So then we have C and D. C says the deformed shapes of trees at high altitudes show that the wind velocity, which increase with altitude, can cause serious hardship for trees. And D, increased wind velocity at high altitudes, okay? deforms the shapes of trees and this may cause serious stress for trees okay now i don't see increased wind i'm just saying andrea what's your answer see claudia uh first i mark c and then i mark d so i'm having <laughs> doubts you always go with your first answer. Your instinct. Go with that gut instinct. <laughs> For everyone out there, please do not change your answers. Please don't do that. Okay? So, Mom, what about you? I think D is just a paraphrased sentence of the original one. However, I don't see increased wind. Where do you see increased wind? I don't see. Yeah, uh, again, some people would say, but wind velocity also increases. But that's not increased wind. <laughs> you see what I mean? It could be tricky. I don't want people to be tricked out there. All right, Elena, how about you? The, because of the wind velocity also increased. Oh, well, just say, oh, oh, wait, I'm sorry, increase wind velocity. Wind velocity also increases with altitude, okay, with altitude, and may cause serious stress. Altitude, oh, wait, 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 wait. Increased wind velocity at high altitudes deforms the shapes of trees, and this may cause serious stress for trees. However, guys, let's break this down. What comes before? The deformity of the shapes of trees or the stress needing to happen before the shapes become deformed? Stress. Stress before the deformity. That's correct. D, the information is reverse. First, they're saying the deformity and then the stress. Uh-uh, the stress must happen before the deformity. See what I mean? So that's why C, it says the deformed shapes of trees at high altitudes show that wind velocity, check. Deform shapes of trees at high altitudes, check. Which increase with altitude, check. Can cause serious hardship for trees, check. That is all good, that's all correlated. Yep. So, again, if these sentences are a problem, we'll have to put another webinar together and do some more of that because I love doing those because we have to break it down and you know, you know, as much as we can. So here we go. Number seven. In paragraph four, what is the author's main pur purpose in the discussion 
of the dramatic cessation of tree growth at the upper timberline. All right, so here we go. It says, there is still no universally, oh, I'll say it one more time. There is still no universally agreed on explanation for why there should be a dramatic cessation of tree growth at the upper timberline. Okay, now, ABCD, it says, A, to argue that none of several environmental factors that are believed to contribute to that phenomenon do in fact play a role in causing it. B, it says to argue in support of one particular explanation of that phenomenon. C, it says to explain why the primary environmental factor responsible for that phenomenon has not yet been identified. And D, to present several environmental factors that may contribute to a satisfactory explanation of that phenomenon. Now it says here, various environmental factors play a role. Too much snow can hurt the trees. Also, late lying snow reduces the effective growing season. Okay, and then it goes on and on and on and on and on. <sighs> so, this is probably the hardest one, okay? Obviously, number 10 is always the hardest one, but this is up there. So, let's hear everyone's ideas for this. Andrea, what is your answer? Um, D. Okay, Claudia, what's your answer? I chose A, but I'm not certain. Okay, Elena? D. B or D? D, D, D. D, okay. Saman, how about you? I just missed the question because I had some problems with my internet connection. I guess I'll have to go and read it first. Okay, okay, no problem, no problem. Okay, all right, and I think I had asked everyone already. Yep, I asked everyone. So, the answer is D. Now, Elena and Andrea, congratulations. Oh man, I don't know, I, I, I don't know. Felicidades, there we go, I think that's how you say it. Okay, <laughs> I'm terrible, you know I'm terrible, Elena, I'm trying though. You know, I blame my mother, okay? Uh, you know, so, uh, Andrea, Elena, both of you chose the right answer. However, Claudius had, uh, she chose A, but she had doubts. So Andrea and Elena, okay, Elena, you could go first. Tell me why you chose D. Because. because. Elena, go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll let it go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I heard two people at the same time. I, go ahead. I try, to I try to remember because I, I, I do this about uh, the, the first day Arsenio sent me the, the questions. So let me see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And as you're looking for it, no problem. I'm going to hurry up and ask Andrea. Andrea, how about you? Because A and B he says the, it is arguing. I don't think he's arguing anything on there. He's presenting different environmental factors. Why is automatic cessation? That's why I picked the you know, D. Mm. Hey, that's it. So those two argues. Yeah, he's not arguing. That's very good. I love that. So then that can yes. feel hurry up and eliminate two bad answers. Oh, Claudia, do you understand Claudia? Yeah. Yes. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> Shirip said yes. Okay, all right. So again, C, it says to explain why the primary environmental factor responsible for that phenomenon has not yet been identified. Um, no, it says here there's no agreed on explanation. And throughout this is just one big example. You see, it just talks about all the environmental factors that play a role. That's it. It doesn't say, you know, why the primary environmental factor. No, there are various. There's no primary. Uh-uh, there's no primary. I don't see primary whatsoever. So that's why I would take out C and then I would go with D. So Elena, Andrea, congratulations. I hope that everyone is understanding how I was able to break that down in regards to D to present, C to explain, A and B to argue. There's no argument happening. To explain primary, I don't see a primary uh, environmental factor whatsoever. I see various environmental factors, but that's it. All right, so here we go. Oh, this is a good one. I like this one. Number eight. Okay, we're, we're coming up on the close. According to paragraph six, all of the following statements are true of plants in the alpine zone, except, 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 okay? A, because they are low, they are less exposed to strong winds. B, they, because they are low, the winter snow cover gives them more protection from the extreme cold. C, in the equatorial mountains, they tend to be lower than in mountains elsewhere. And D, their low growth form keeps them closer to the ground where there is more heat than further up. Now remember the except, which one is the one that does not fit? So here it is. And to be honest with you guys, um, this was very, oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. All right, so I finally found, okay, so I hurry up and while I was doing this, I was like, okay, D, their low growth form keeps them closer to the ground. Uh, let's see here, low, uh, yeah, their low growth form uh, permits higher temperatures adjacent to the ground surface in an area where low temperatures importance of, oh my God, yeah. So like, let's just go down this, let's go down. Saman, what was your answer? My answer was A. Okay, because they are low, they are less exposed to strong winds. Okay, Elena, what was your answer? C. Okay, C, all right. Uh, Andrea, what was your answer? C. Okay, Andrea would see fantastic. And uh, what is it? Uh, Claudia, what about Claudia? C, but I'm not certain. Okay, C. Retta, you said C. Okay, Claudia, not certain. C. Now, let's break down C because everyone was pointing to C very quickly. All right, and it says here in the equatorial mountains at the very bottom, it says the low growth form is less prevalent. In C, it says in the equatorial mountains, they tend to be lower than in mountains elsewhere. What tends to be lower? The low growth form is less prevalent. So if we, you know, to be honest with you, when I first read this and I said, okay, let me look at D, their low growth form keeps them closer to the ground where there is more heat than further up. And it says here, this enables in the paragraph, this enables to avoid the worst rigors of high winds that permits them to make use of the higher temperatures immediately adjacent to the ground surface. So D, check, okay, it's there. Because they are low, they are less exposed to strong winds. 
Ah, worst rigors of high winds. Okay. Uh, what is it? This enables to avoid the worst rigors of high winds. They are less exposed oh, because they are low. Ooh. Hey. Yeah, yeah. So um, Saman A is in there. It says except, right? We're looking for the bad answer. The except. A, it says that right here. Because they are low, yes, they're near the ground. They're less exposed to strong winds. Worst rigors of high winds they avoid. Correct. So A is not the bad answer. It's in the paragraph. I know this except gets people really, really confused. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So A is there. D is there. Now let's hurry up and look at B. B, because they are low, the winter snow cover gives them more protection from the extreme cold. Here we go. In an area where low temperatures are limited to light, the importance of the additional heat near the surface is crucial. Oh, oh, this is the last sentence. The low growth form can also permit the plants to take advantage of the insulation provided by a winter snow cover. That means here, the winter snow cover gives them more protection from the extreme cold. Yes, check, bad answer, C. Congratulations to everyone. Saman, do you see how I broke that down? Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Okay, all right, just making sure because again, uh, what is it? Retta just said elsewhere is too broad. Um, but yeah, in saying that, breaking down these sentences, what we're looking for is the good. Strong winds, they're less exposed to strong winds because they're low, check. Winter snow cover gives them more protection. It says here, they take advantage of the insulation provided by a winter snow cover, check. Their low growth form keeps them closer to the ground, Absolutely, low growth form, here it is, bam. And low growth form was mentioned in the thesis, bam. Where there is no more heat than further up, okay? Makes use of higher temperatures immediately adjacent to the ground surface, bam. All of those are in there, therefore C is the wrong answer, okay? And so yeah, again, going back to what uh, Retta had said, elsewhere is too broad. And she says here, this is what she meant by elsewhere. They tend to be lower than in mountains elsewhere. Well, the thing is, where is elsewhere, <laughs> right? It's too broad, it's too broad. So this is how we break down these questions. It's like, okay, equatorial mountains, I get it, tend to be lower than in mountains elsewhere. Okay, where is elsewhere? Because it says here, the low growth form is less prevalent. Mm -mm. I, I just don't, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. So I would hurry up and get that out of here. So, oh, okay, people. Oh, man. All right, let's break this one down. Um, it says, oh, God, this one's crazy, right? Oh, boy, these are the insertion questions. I love these, okay? Don't worry, I'm going to be sending you guys the blog again to look over it. There are three ways of handling this, okay? Saman, Saman, I will send you the new and updated one after, as well as everyone else. But these are the three tips from that little blog post and video that I made on the membership. So tip number one, general to specific. If the prompt sentence is the type of sentence containing specific details, and then the one after it is gonna be general, vice versa. Tip number two, when you see a word like these, I'm sorry, they, these, those, or this, look for the sentence that contains the information that these pronouns refer to. Okay, 
And then tip number three, transition words at the beginning of a sentence could give you an idea about their co connection to the surrounding sentences, right? These would be words like, however, and so, but, therefore, et cetera, et cetera. So let's look at this one very quickly. It says, this explains how, for example, alpine cushion plants have been found growing at an altitude of 6,180 meters. For everyone out there, is this general or is this specific? Specific. Excellent. It's specific. Okay. So we're going to look for a general before that is related to, again, whatever was being mentioned before that. So we have A, B, C, and D. So if you look at A, it says above the tree line, there is a zone that is generally called the Alpine Tundra. There's no relativity between Alpine Tundra and Alpine Cushion Plants. <laughs> okay, so get that out of here. Now, B, oh my God, that's a huge sentence, Jesus. Okay, while higher up the number and diversity of species decrease until there is a much bare ground with occasional mosses and lichens and some prostrate cushion plants. Is that good or not good? No. Good, okay, not good. There's no relation. Right now, that was more of a description. That was more of something being very, very specific rather than it being general. So now we have C and D. This is a little, this is a little tricky here. This is a little tricky here, okay? Now it says in C, some plants can even survive in favorable microhabitats above the snow line. The highest plants in the world occur at around 6,100 meters on Makalu in the Himalayas. Is that specific? Yes. Is this sentence specific? Yes. Can a specific go after a specific? No. A specific must go after what? General. And so the answer would be? D. D. What did you guys have originally though? <laughs> I'm a little scared. I'm like, what did you guys have originally? Three. Uh, I mean, what was your answer before? <clears throat> now, now I chose four, but in the beginning I chose three. I see, I see. So with these, this three-step technique, don't worry, I'm gonna hurry up and send it to you. Obviously, Claudia, we're gonna have our coaching session right after this webinar. This will help you. These three tips alone, Savon, don't worry, I'm going to send it to you. Everyone, you guys already got it, especially Elena, Retta, Claudia, you guys are on the membership. It's uh, The whole full rundown is actually in that specific lesson. This is phenomenal. This is a great way because guess what? I know the majority of you because it said 6,180 meters. I know some of you are like, but Arsenio, it said 6,100 meters, but it's specific. So this is why the general to specific formula is going to help you in so many different ways. And with that being said, in those first nine questions, you should have more than enough time to answer the ridiculous question number 10. 
All right, so here we go. I wanna, <laughs> does anyone have any uh, questions in regards to number nine? Saman, yes, you okay yes. with that? Yeah, I originally picked up C, but now I know how to, how to choose the right one. <laughs> excellent, excellent, good, good. Um, Claudia, do you have, uh, no, oh, yeah, Claudia, no, yeah, you good, no, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think Sorry, I'm good. okay, I'm the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to go out and a moment. Uh, the answer is in C? Uh, D, the answer is D for number nine, for number nine. At the end. Yes, correct. Because it goes from general to specific. Okay. All right. Andrea? It was the, I put the since the beginning. Okay. Perfecto. Okay. Aleta, no problem. If you have to leave, no problem. I'm going to be seeing you in the webinar coming up on Tuesday. Okay? No, no. I have to open the door to oh. my secretary. But I... oh, oh, okay. 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 No problem. No problem. It's okay. Good, good, good. All right. Here. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to hurry up and sum this up. One more minute. I want to hear all your answers, guys. If this specific question is still a problem, what I'm going to do in the next webinar coming up real soon, because I'm doing two webinars a week now, beginning this upcoming week, okay? In the next reading webinar, which could be very, very soon, within the next nine days, I will do a summary, uh, I'm sorry, a summary question-based webinar. So I would like to hear everyone's answers. Claudia, I believe you said B, C, and D. Yes. Ooh, okay, all right. I got, okay, so from Claudia, B, C, D. Okay, Retta, let me know what you got. Simone, what did you get? C, D, E. Ooh, C, D, E, you said. Okay. All right. Andrea, what did you get? BDF. BDF. Okay. All right. Elena, I think you, I don't know if you're back yet. Are you back? Maybe yes, back. yes, I'm here. All right. What did you get? <laughs> BDF. Oh, one person got it correct. Therefore, this question is a pain in the ass. Okay, drum roll. Who got it correct? Claudia. Claudia, B, C, D is correct. Why? Why did you choose B, C, and D? <laughs> I don't remember now. <laughs> you don't remember? She's like, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> Guys, it's but always... Oh, yeah. But I remember uh, the last one I chose is letter B. Oh, the last one you chose was B. Okay. The temperature at the upper timber line is probably more important in preventing tree growth than in factors for, oh man, you know, F, I haven't read the entire passage. Okay. No problem, Retta. You're all good. Um, oh man. Yeah, honestly. Okay. All right. So I see that all of this is an issue. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, because, because to be honest with you guys, I really want I really hope that the majority of this made sense in terms of the different techniques, but also it's, I don't like to leave a webinar knowing, oh my God, well, I only got like one of those three correct. This sucks. So what we're gonna do is a follow-up webinar in summary questions only, okay? This is gonna be crazy. I'm gonna have to put together like five pages of craziness. 
And then in the webinar, that's going to be for homework. For the webinar, we're going to go over it and we're going to see what you guys got, okay? Because I don't like th this webinar, obviously breaking down these questions, it was phenomenal. Um, I like to know more techniques uh, how to do this type. Yeah, so Retta, obviously us having a, you know, a good, uh, a fair amount of time. Let me know. Um, no, I'll let you guys know exactly when that webinar is going to be coming up. It could be coming up in the next week, as a matter of fact, or even probably next Sunday, which is literally eight days from now. Okay. So I'm going to let everyone know about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Huh? This is on Saturday. Oh, Jesus, Claudia. That means I'm going to have to do it before Saturday. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you, Claudia. I'm gonna take care of you, okay? I'm gonna take care of you. So, Saban, Retta, I'm gonna let you guys know the next webinar. Do not worry, I'm gonna put it all together tomorrow. I'm gonna be sending you guys the document and the webinar will be coming up between, what is it? Between Monday and more than likely Thursday, okay? So I'm gonna let everyone know about that. It's gonna be fantastic. We're gonna do, ooh. Okay, I'll let you, I got, I got the time in my, in my mind. So I, I got, my whole head got stuck right there. So I just, yeah. But anyways, I'm gonna let you guys know about that, all right? So in saying that, man, 